0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Texas Monthly's National Podcast of Texas. My name is Monty Williams, and each week I'll be talking to the talented writers and editors of Texas Monthly, along with the people they write about. It's the story behind the story. We hope you enjoy it. Here it is, the National Podcast of Texas. Some people sit around all year, waiting for the Super Bowl, or the Tony Awards or the Nobel Prizes but everyone agrees the biggest announcements of the year are the bum steer awards
1: This is the National Podcast of Texas a production of Texas Monthly the national magazine of Texas
0: The term bum steer actually has two separate meanings one refers to the animal the other has to do with advice bad advice There have been countless high-visibility bum steers through the decades. Rick Perry, Barbara Bush, Bill Clements, Michael Irvin, Jerry Jones, Mac Brown, the so-called King of Togo, NASA, even Bevo, even Elmo. No one is safe except our loyal readers. My name is Monty Williams. I'm the host of the National Podcast of Texas. It's January, and we're here to talk about the bum steers. Patiently waiting in the studio are two of the architects of the Bumsteer Awards, David Courtney and Jeff Salomon. Guys,
1: welcome. Good to be here. Thank you very much. What makes uh, the Bumsteer Awards so much fun to write? I think it's really the camaraderie and the teamwork. Don't you, Dave? Think that is right. It sounds very disingenuous, by the way. Do you guys fight a lot? We do, but that's part of camaraderie and teamwork. Is is rivalry as well? Uh, you know, it's re- no, but it really is. You know, all kidding aside, it is really a collaborative effort.
0: What makes you guys so drawn to writing the Bum Steer Awards? I assume at some level it's
1: voluntary, right? It is voluntary, but we are certainly pressured on a certain level to do it.
2: <laughs> That's right, but it's fun.
1: Is anything That's in the workplace really voluntary? <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the process like? You know, Rich Malley does the the real spade work of gathering all the items that we send him over the course of a year. And then he takes them, he winnows out some that are definitely not going to make the cut. And then he looks through each story and takes, you know, a news story that might be an 800-word news story. And tries to reduce it to one or two sentences that really just get the point across. And then usually he'll put uh, a few different possible headlines on it. Headlines are the toughest part. That's a lot of the fun is trying to come up with those headlines. Then we all get together usually in an actual place for years and years it was the driscoll we'd go hang out at the bar at the driscoll have some finger food and some cocktails and go through it this year we didn't actually go to the driscoll for the first time in a long time i think just for reasons of scheduling we just it was just we had to do it kind of quick so we met in the 15th story lounge of the office building where texas (laughs) monthly is and we hung out on a couch there for a good couple of hours yes throwing ideas around that's right yeah and so you know Rich wrote a few he- wrote some headlines that I thought were great and brilliant and a few that I thought didn't work that he was convinced worked and likewise, I came up with some alternative options and he was like, mine's much better than that. You know, and so, you know, yeah,
2: there were I remember some heated emails back and forth where, you know, he said, if you use that headline, take my name off of this thing. Said,
1: <laughs> well, which mm-hmm. is funny because no one's name is on this thing at all. It's a, it's a tradition that there that no one is credited for the bum steer. So take my name off. It was kind of right. a hollow thread.
0: <laughs> we we talked a little bit about this, but I read a definition that when satire works is when it's angry. But you guys aren't angry,
2: are you? It's not anger. It couldn't come from a place of anger and be funny, but, you know, some of them are
1: serious. Well, there are two different kinds of bum steers, I think. There's <clears throat> punching up and there's punching down. So, you know, punching down are the people, sort of everyday people who have too much to drink and go out and do something stupid, like go riding on a unicycle naked. You know, we're not angry at those people. We feel a little sad for those people sometimes, and I guess even sadness can inform humor. But then there's punching up which is the powerful people in this state who use their power to bad ends or do foolish things on the taxpayer dime. And in those cases, yeah, I think oftentimes as a taxpayer, as a citizen, you feel angry and you turn that anger into humor.
0: Tell me a little bit about the efforts that you guys are undertaking to bring the readers a little bit more into the process.
1: Well, this year we did something we'd never done before. Uh, We created an NCAA-style bracket where we listed 16 possible bum steers of the year and asked readers to tell us which of those people they thought should progress into the later stages of the bracket. I think we did that for two reasons. We had an unusual number of really strong candidates for bum steer of the year, uh, and we were having trouble deciding who it should be. And the second reason is, obviously, we're just progressing further and further into an age of Internet and interactivity, and we thought it made sense to give readers a chance to sort of participate
2: Dan Patrick, was that a tough choice? Well, personally speaking, I mean, you know, he's always uh, one to watch, but at the beginning of the year, he, you know, you, you didn't have Dan Patrick on your list, probably. I don't yeah, well, know. in
1: fact, I mean, Dan Patrick was on our cover last February as the most powerful man in Texas. So, no, as of early last year, we certainly were not thinking he was the bum steer of the year. It was after the fairly disastrous ledge session that we right. all started thinking that. And no, we didn't know that it was going to be Dan Patrick. We had a fairly vigorous discussion about who it should be, but I think it was... By and large, it was his to lose. And, you know, it helped that it wasn't just, there wasn't just a legislative disaster, but it was a legislative disaster that had to do about where people pee. I mean, that's just sort of comedy gold.
2: Thus, number one. That's right. Although he could have been number two also.
0: <laughs> that's yeah, That's the kind of writing that makes the bump serious. All right, we're going to take a break. Right now, when we get back, we're going to try and get Rich on the phone. You're listening to the National Podcast of Texas. Produced by the same folks who bring you the national magazine of Texas, Texas Monthly, which, this may be overkill, comes out once a month. Some of the nation's best writers take a close look at the state you love periodically. You can buy Texas Monthly in stores, you can become one of our hundreds of thousands of subscribers, or you can read it online at texasmonthly.com. Okay, we're back with Jeff Salomon and David Courtney. We're talking about the Bum Steer Awards, and we are very lucky to be joined by Rich Malley by phone. Uh, Rich, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. You are you are really coming in for a lot of praise. They're they're making it out like for better or worse, it's kind of your baby.
3: Yeah. Well, can you run that back for me? Because I really like <laughs> to hear
0: that. <laughs> Tell us uh, what, what what is it like? I I likened it earlier. Unlike a regular story that you write, this is more like picking up cans by the side of the highway
3: (laughs) i think the most fun part of it that we have is collecting items throughout the year we all participate in that and everybody keeping their eyes out uh, for notable bum steers
0: well I know that everything is going well and there's a lot of collaboration and smiles all around in this kind of small committee that decides who's in the Bum steer awards but sounds like you and Jeff would get in some pretty vigorous fights about headlines is that true uh,
3: hey, take, take it vigorous, easy take it easy <laughs> vigorous yes but you know Jeff and I have a ton of respect for each other's sense of humor you know so for me it's fun to deconstruct and explain why I think it's funny. I mean, it's kind of the least funny thing in the world to, to explain why something is funny. But, you know, with Jeff and David and Tim, you know, that's that's part of the deal. But very rarely is there any
0: bloodshed. Do you have a particular favorite this year?
3: Um, my favorites always tend to be the ones that I can't think of a good headline for and that uh, usually David uh, comes up with. My absolute favorite is the guy who sued the Alamo Draft House. For holding a women only screening of the Wonder Woman movie. And uh, David's headline was uh, his superhero name is the Wet Blanket.
0: <laughs>
2: what was that mine?
0: That's not where he thought you were going to go. He thought you were going to pick as your favorite the one where <laughs> the guy uh, hid. Drugs in his uh, nether regions. No, that's
1: not, no, no, that's not the one no, we were thinking of. No, it's not? No, no that's the one no, the, I
2: picked, the, Rich. That's the one I picked.
1: We thought you were going to go with a guy who pleasured himself on the fence. Oh, uh, see, I, that, that is, is a good one. <laughs> I've read that one. That is one.
2: my other favorite. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I should say and that, that that was really maybe your greatest all time, uh, David. I think the stereotype
0: of writers might be that they have to go off in private and they they have to think their own thoughts. But I get the idea that in this case, collaboration, I assume you guys really are telling the truth and do get along really well together. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. And I think comedy or humor really lends itself to collaboration. I mean, you look at every TV show, you know, it's got a writer's room, you know, where people get in there and bounce funny ideas off of one another. And that's the uh, feeling that we go for when we put this thing together.
0: The Bumsteer Awards uh, are out right now. It's January and they're in uh, stores and you can subscribe and you can read it online and all the various ways. Jeff and David and uh, Rich, thank you guys very much for being with us here. Thank
1: it's great you. to be here, Monty.
3: Yeah, thanks, Monty. My pleasure.
0: Time now for our weekly visit with Texas Monthly's editor-in-chief, Tim Taliaferro. Tim, welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me on this show. It's always fun to have the head guy on. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me ask you about the covers uh, of the January issue. There are two. That's rare.
4: Well, it started actually with our reporting. We assigned dueling profiles of Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke. And so then once we had them, we wanted to run them together. And then once we decided to run them together, we had to decide who's on the cover. We can't put one and not the other, but they wouldn't sit together for one photo. So we decided to just split it in half. Half of them are Ted Cruz and half are Beto O'Rourke. And you said these will
0: literally be alternated in the, like, you know, the H-E-B or something. You're going to have a copy of Cruz, then a copy of O'Rourke, and a copy of Cruise, copy of O'Rourke. Red,
4: blue, red, blue. You know, I think we hear a lot that we're too lefty or we're too righty, and this might, on the surface, reinforce that. If a reader gets it and they're inclined to think we're too lefty and here comes Beto O'Rourke, they may howl about it. And in this case, we'll be able to say, well, okay, but, you know, go get the other one if you want it so badly and want to have that sitting on your coffee table. Fine with us. Uh, You put two of your top writers on this. What's your sense of how the race is going to fall out? I think it'll be tighter than anybody would have expected maybe even a few months ago. Alabama, I think, has awakened everybody around the country the possibility that, whoa, maybe something big is happening. And if it can happen in Alabama, maybe it can happen in Texas. Now, that guy, Roy Moore, was a deeply flawed creature, at least if the allegations against him are true. Uh, Whereas, you know, Senator Cruz, while people have very strong opinions about him, I don't think there's anything on that scale that's, you know, in the in the same realm that he'll be fighting against.
0: Well, I think one thing that is going to be really interesting to talk to R.G. Ratcliffe about, he's going to be our guest next week, he's the author of the piece on Ted Cruz, uh, is how much Cruz is kind of damaged goods based on what happened in the presidential election. It'll be interesting to get R.G.'s
4: take on just how damaged he is. Well, this is a central question that we explore in the piece, and it's fun for uh, us to talk to R.G. because he's got so much experience in this. He's known Cruz for a long time. He's seen politicians come and go. And so putting him on trying to answer this question about what do the prospects look like for Ted Cruz, it's fun to see what he comes back with because his analysis is really, it's singular.
0: And what else is in the magazine that you're particularly proud of this this month?
4: There's a lot. Bump Steers is good. It serves a really important purpose. It lets us whack those who largely deserve to be whacked. But this year, there were a lot of really important and amazing people in texas that we felt like we need to recognize for actually doing good so we have a short item in the front that's uh we're calling prized bulls sort of the opposite of a bum steer and those are five people that we just wanted to clap for and so i'll look forward to seeing what readers think about that all right uh tim can you be back next week Yes, I All right. can. All I, right. will there. You, have... I will be here. Very good. For you, I will be here.
0: Very good. We have the editor-in-chief back again next week. We'll uh, talk to RG Ratcliffe, too, about that Cruise article. Tim, thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. And now, as they used to say in vaudeville, we've saved the last for last. Of course, I mean the best for last. Regular Texas Monthly readers know the Texanist as the custodian of our culture. Here is the author of one of the most popular columns in Texas Monthly. Here
2: is the Texanist. Hello, Texas. It's your friendly Texanist here. Speaking of bum steers, upon reviewing this year's assemblage of asinine actors, it has occurred to the Texanists that almost all of the misdeeds and misadventures that earned these folks their indecorous decoration were entirely preventable. The thing is, the thing the Texanist wants all of his well-meaning countrymen and women to remember, is that all Texans, regardless of race, color, creed, and so forth, have at their disposal a resource intended to prevent just such unwelcome notoriety. All a would-be doer of dishonorable deeds need do is simply stop, step away, and then take a moment to pick up a pen and paper or a computer keyboard or a smartphone and reach out to yours truly. Dear Texanist, I'm a young Travis County man who had a recent run-in with the law. Anyway, do you think it would be a good idea or a bad idea for me to pleasure myself while inside the courtroom? It's that simple. The answer, by the way, is bad idea. To avail yourself of this invaluable service, simply drop the Texanist a line. And here's to a happy new year, one hopefully free of bum steer worthy buffoonery.
0: We've about run out of time. Thanks to Jeff Salomon, David Courtney, and Rich Malley. Also to Tim Taliaferro for his regular visit and thanks to KUT for the production facilities and the hospitality. Next week, we'll talk to Texas Monthly's political editor, R.G. Radcliffe about his conversation with U.S. Senator Ted Cruz. We'll have excerpts from the senator's interview, along with R.G.'s insights and analysis. Final thanks goes to Brian Standifer, who's a very humble technical genius. This is Motty Williams. See you all next week.
1: You've been listening to the National Podcast of Texas, a production of Texas Monthly, the National Magazine of Texas. Thanks for listening.